Okay, hello people. Um, hi. <laughs> I think it's funny how nobody actually talks about consistency. You know, like how hard it is to be consistent about things. I'm not talking about like when, you know, that's the only thing you can do or you should be doing. Um, that's the only option you have. So, you, you know, you just have to be consistent. I'm saying when you have other things to do and the only option you have, um is to focus you have like primary things you need to focus on and then there is one thing you need to do being consistent with that thing is the hardest is the absolute fucking hardest thing to do yes that brings me to me that's my apology <laughs> i think i'm being consistent with my apology that if you if you ask me you know for now recording an episode it's crazy it's absolutely crazy i mean what oh my god when i think about it i'm like it's almost two months if it's not more actually of me not putting out content when i see content i'm like record an episode of of the podcast like my friends have asked me like two or three times okay so what's up why are you not recording in podcast? the funny thing is i actually have like an recorded episode somewhere but i'm not you know, I've not edited it. And at the time when I recorded it, was, it's very short. Perhaps it'll be the next episode after this. At the time when I recorded it, it just felt, it felt very um, appropriate. Like, you know, this this is the episode to release today. But then I don't even know why I didn't release it. I just felt so... I just felt... I don't know. You know, English is a very limiting and limited language, if you ask me. It doesn't cover for all the things you feel. Because I'm looking for the lang- the word. Um, the word that covers what, what I felt that day. I just felt it was mediocre. Yeah, but in, in mediocre in a way that... Mediocre in a way that... Um, I mean, I could, I could have still put it out. I just... It's not like it was mediocre in content. I was feeling mediocre, exactly. It was me that was feeling mediocre, like average, like, you know, not up to stand. I mean, I've, there have been, been episodes where I had felt like this is actually not good enough to put out, but I still put it out. I was like, I have to put something out today by 12. If I don't do it, I'll feel bad and I'll feel unaccomplished and unproductive. And I did put it out, right? Oh. <sighs> Today is not the day I talk about consistency, actually. I don't want to talk about consistency today. Perhaps another day. Hopefully with someone um, who is constantly putting out content or someone who is, you know, people who are productive with stuff that they have to deliver, maybe with a job or something, and they have to be consistent. Talking about, like, the struggle and the decision to want to keep doing something, even though or despite the fact that you you're going to have at um, obstacles and i also strongly believe that being consistent is a matter of is a matter of choice as well as circumstance because while it was just my podcast that i was releasing and i didn't have like two other very important things to do i was quite good. okay 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 i was in school <laughs> i was in school but i was able to well, I'm just looking for excuse. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but you know, I um I got the idea for today's podcast 
while I was trying to, um, I was bathing actually, because I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to lie, but the truth is I was bathing and then the idea came into my head. I'm like, hmm, what am I most scared of? Like, what are your biggest fears? To be quite honest, what are the things that you think about and you just shut that and you just think, oh my God, I think I'm going to die. And like, I, I have a couple, but perhaps maybe after recording this episode, I'll think I'll remember the rest. But like the major ones that when the idea comes to your head, when it come, it makes you fear, it makes you, maybe not terror. Yeah, I think terror. Terror can be part of feature. Terror or extreme sadness, right? Um, the first one uh, is losing my friends, actually. Like, my, my mentor once mentioned, it was even last week or two weeks ago, he was saying, I think, Sylvia, that you're addicted to your friends. Do you get Like, you literally... <laughs> You are feeding you are feeding off them in the sense that you need them to be able to stand. I was just thinking about it. Is this true? I even had to ask like um one of my friends, the one that is very, you know, sensible. <laughs> All of my friends are sensible by the way. But one of them and then he was like, No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But that's not the point. The point is losing their friendship, like losing them like not even death. Not like them dying. I mean, when I say losing them, I mean like them not being my friends anymore. That's, that's, that freaks me out. That, it gives me anxiety, Jesus Christ. Just thinking about it, I feel so bad. Like, I start feeling that much pain even before it happens, right? I start feeling that much, oh my God, this, this shouldn't happen. This shouldn't happen. Even before it does happen. And when I'm, I think it's important to like you know there are people they are friends I would say um close friends or best friends but my best friend is a very protective no not protective possessive that's the word <laughs> my best friend is possessive and um so it doesn't really matter they're my friends so I would say my close friends because they are they are general people who are your friends like people who you you genuinely care about love um and when you see them you have like warm wishes towards them but I'm, when i'm saying like losing friendships i mean like those of my really close friends people very close to my circle if i do lose them i'll feel bad i think that's like my greatest fear i would cry there was one time um i was telling my mentor something about how i felt um you know i was at a crossroad concerning my friendship and and then he was saying well if this is how um it turns out there could be like two there could be like two results one is that this person will continue being your friend the other is the person wouldn't would stop being your friend and then you know when he said that <laughs> i really started to shake <laughs> i started to shake i was feeling so you know so so bad right so that's one of my biggest fears um i think another of my like major major shit on my pants kind of fear is losing my parents especially my mom i mean i talk about my mom every day if you know me well enough you know 
my mother you know something she said or something she's done or something she's like a major part of my life and i was just telling nana that you know if i do lose her i don't i don't know what will happen i don't know i don't know how we would survive if i lose my father of course Omar, the house is going to scatter everybody's just going to be in disarray my mother won't function i won't function but I feel like if we lose my mother, <laughs> everybody better just die. <laughs> better just follow her because she's a glue holding literally everything. I'm sick. I'm calling her. I'm, I'm feeling bad about something someone said to me. She's, she, she, she's not, she's not, she probably won't even say the right things at that time. She probably won't say the right thing. But the fact that I could, you know, talk to her and know that she's there is just very comforting and um like my heart goes out to my friends who have lost lost a parent it's you know it's it's sad anyways so if my parents die yeah that's that's a major major um fear well i think who has that i've spoken about this to adewali once and then it's like why are you always thinking about death i think i should do an episode about what i think about that that is that is a thing that is bound to happen, right? It is bound to happen. Whether we whether we like it or not. The priest in my church, um, the former priest, not the recent one, used to say how he lives his life is wake up, I die. Eat breakfast, I die. Bathe, I die. Go to the market, I die. Serve mass, I die. Offering, I die this i die so he literally puts death after every action well of course he's human of course he wouldn't always um implement what he thinks but when he said it, it struck me it struck me as a way as a way to be conscious right and not fear death but more like know that oh yeah this is going to happen so you might as well just prepare for it or you know accept that it's going to happen yeah, that's that's my number two. <laughs> the third most, <laughs> I think it's ridiculous actually. No, I don't think so. It's Sakpa. But not in the loose way we say, oh, broke or something. No, I feel financial instability. It freaks. The moment I just even affects the decisions i make career-wise like i keep feeling okay if i go along this way will i be able to sustain a lifestyle will i be able to like assist my parents or will i be able to assist my siblings when they need financial support or my friends or me like i'm thinking in like two three years if i can be able to support myself and the people that i really care about financially do you get so the when there is an there is something that comes to my head that oh no you may not be you may not even have a job you may be out of a job you may be unemployed you may be this i start to panic <laughs> and it just it's just i think some people have it as well i mean generally nobody likes being broke but there's there's the one that it's a fear there's a fear of it there's a fear of not being able to provide and settle and settle things that money can settle yeah there's the feeling of unaccomplishment that it brings some sort of some sort of 
I don't know. I just feel useless. Whoa. Because explaining this thing in English is not giving me the right words that I want to say. I just feel a certain kind of no shit. I have not achieved anything in my whole life. <laughs> so yeah, that's one of my major fears. I guess I guess that's also why like I'm very conscious about money. Um I mean everybody is, right? Most people are most of the people I know are conscious about money, but, but I, I kind of like think about it all the time um when my boss asked me not recently early early um when i got a job said something and then i was like yeah i invest there so he was like ah why that was a very significant question he asked me why and i just said well because i earn i feel like i should but that when he left um that question that question made me think so why 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 am i invested and just it just occurred to me that i've been very i've been very conscious about like finance money money financial stability because i want i want to know that you know come rain come shine when weather is shaky or whatever i'll be i'll be able to still cater for my needs and the needs of the people i care about so the moment i start feeling some sort of lack that i cannot fill up financially especially if i should be able to i start to panic it's a very weird thing <laughs> uh the solution work hard so that in life you will blow <laughs> i was just freaking scared of cockroaches jesus christ those creatures should not exist is is a genuine fear i'm genuinely scared of cockroaches like Ah, God. I used to have fear for, like, insects. Like, if I feel like something is crawling on my body, I my blood just freezes, runs cold. I feel like there's a vampire on my neck or something. But cockroaches, no, no. This thing shouldn't exist. That's my, like, um, one, two, three, four. Fourth fear. One other fear um, I have is for marriage. <laughs> I hope to God my mother doesn't listen to this this podcast. But I have I have a genuine fear for marriage. I I I know that marriage can be a beautiful thing. In fact, I've I deliberately look out for marriage um marriages that are blissful, that are you know happy, that are you know they're not abusive. Um, marriages that are enjoyable. Where the women are enjoying the marriage, because you know I'm talking from my experience and perspective as a woman, and and not endured, and not they're not staying because of their children. They're actually staying in that union because they care and genuinely love their partner, and they are receiving that much um, love and commitment, respect as well from their partner. Um, but I don't know. I still. My mother will say it's my feminism that is coming out. But I promise you, it's not just the feminism. There's that. But another part of me that is genuinely worried is is. That's a whole new person, that you're going to commit to, for the rest of your life. Right. I mean, I don't like divorces. Of course. Um, 
they are bound to happen because there are some unions that will not work but <sighs> jesus you're going to live with one person for the rest of your life you're going to have sex with that person for the rest of your life you're going to eat with that person hopefully the person knows how to cook <laughs> for the rest of your life if the person if if the person stops looking the way they are looking that's going to you're going to be stuck there literally if they develop a habit that wants to kill you you are there it's the is the is a choicelessness now of course i feel like i feel like i can hear some of my friends in my head telling me there's the option of separation sylvia yes i know but naturally or generally you shouldn't go into a marriage thinking of when you will get out it's not it's not like um what now it's not it's not like an exam right where you're just looking to get it done and over with just like a commitment thing forever or for as long as you may may live or you know at least technically 10 years if on no divorce or more and i have this genuine fear for it i just because i just look at like even recent couples um around i see the way i'm not saying men don't have their own fears but i'm going to talk about like the fear from my own perspective i see the way women wither in marriages i mean you're going to at the end of the day die even whether or not you're you're not married but the level at and speed at which they depreciate in marriage is is oh my god even in the ones where they are genuinely like happy and stuff it just looks like they are suffering that's number one it also looks like they become a totally new person their body changes um goals have to change you now have to think about like the child you want to bring up for you know people that have kids or care to have kids you have to think of like a new life you have to and i'm just like bro what and one one thing i hate to hear when i have this conversation with um other supposedly wiser people i'm saying supposedly because i've met a couple of old people that are not technically wise you know i'm not saying i'm not saying they were foolish but i'm just saying the opinion not too bad like that that time and one of the um statements i keep hearing is a very common statement oh you you, you will change when you grow older <laughs> god nothing irritates me more than that like bitch please i have a fear right now and you know speak to that fear <laughs> right now not um you will get over it when you grow older. What makes you think I would get over it when what makes you think that does the age does age comes with overcoming fear of something? Right? I I I genuinely don't know. Anyways, that's like one of the major fears. And like well, I don't even know. Perhaps maybe maybe we should have more people talk about like more happy marriages. Talk about the issues they have in the marriages. Because do you know how the the narrative is? M- narrative is 
happy couples. Oh, you always have happy moments. Shining lights, bright lights, love emojis. Sad marriages or divorces. You only have terrible moments. And that's how it ends. It's like two ends of distant ropes. Like it's either good, that's the extreme, or it's bad. That's the extreme. There's no there are no it was good at first, they got bad and got better and then got bad. It's just that's the way it is. So perhaps that's 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 a genuine fear. Anyway, I shall scared of it. I really hope my mother doesn't hear this. <laughs> I think the final thing I can remember of being genuinely scared of is, you know, disappointing people I care about. AKA, you know, I care what people think. And um now the people in this case, like I said, I care about. There are some people that say some things that I'm just like, okay. You know, do you, bro, or do you, sis? I don't care, really. But there are some people whose opinion or whose perspective or, you know, what they think about me genuinely matters to me. There are some people, these people are not even, there are some that are not even my friends or my family. They are just people that I've heard them say something. And I'm like, no, no, that's not true. That's not me. What they said genuinely hurts me. And I just know that that's like, that's a big deal for me. Disappointing people I care about, people that I, that, that matter, right? Bro, that shit is, that shit is unthinkable. What are your, um, you know, biggest fears? I really like to hear it. I mean, I'm, I've, I've done... I spent this week being vulnerable. I decided to even be vulnerable on my podcast. A very silly thing. <laughs> but you know, share with me what I like your biggest fears. Um we you know how to reach me. On Twitter, Sylvia underscore Madoka. I'd like I'd like to hear that. I would really appreciate seeing that. Um but yeah, what are what are your biggest fears? What are the things that freak you out the most? I mean, you can put silly ones like cockroaches because clearly cockroach is a very disgusting animal creature. It's not an animal. Whatever it is, you get It's not even relevant. Gone. It's not. Anyways, thank you for listening up to this moment. I love you um, for listening. Any other thing you are doing, I don't really care. <laughs> Do you have to follow me on Twitter, Sylvia underscore Magica. Until next time. I hope next time is not next year. Bye. And thank you for listening.